family so hello fuckers welcome to the trailer park boys fan federation podcast we have vince the pince i'm morgan rector and hey fuckers you know this is i'm that drunken stupor you wake up out of i'm ray hazen jr is Vin, does, does Vince the Pince get it on with the ladies? Is he down with the lady? Oh, character? dude, Vince is down with the ladies, bro. <laughs> I mean, have you seen him? Like, uh, okay, like there's two kinds of models, right? Like there's your, uh, there's your, you know, Sears catalog models, like your, your, your newspaper model, you know, and then there's your Victoria's Secret or Calvin Klein underwear model, right? Well, you got your good-looking kitties. You got some real nice kitties. And then, like Bubble says, that's one nice fucking kitty right there. That's a Calvin Klein underwear model of kitties right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, if you can hunt gophers, I imagine the the, the lady cats probably find oh, it pretty attractive. You know? Dude, he's got, like, 13, I don't know, 14 of them fuckers confirmed I know of. Yeah. Yeah, I, threw so, I threw so many of them gophers away this summer. Whew. He was out. He was out there. My brother watched this one time. It was so funny. We were sitting there on the porch looking out, and you can see Vince, and he's like, he sit. Well, he's sitting on top of the fence at first, and then he fucking he hops down, uh, and then he just takes off running across the golf course, and then like springs in the air, and then comes straight down with one arm. He, he like he just. It almost looked like a, a, a like like Macho Man off the top ropes or something because he just comes down with his one arm and like but it was more like a somersault at the same time and he sticks that one arm in the ground but then lands there and then in a matter of seconds just comes whoosh, and this gopher comes flying up in the air. Wow! And I was like, holy shit! Yeah, you, <laughs> you should be good. you should be, you should be uh, charging that golf course for the service you provide. You know what I mean? That's what I said. I started thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> That uh, I should charge them. <laughs> they can't just use dynamite like in Caddyshack, but you know that cat's good enough. For so. You know it's too bad that they can't. A little uh, plastic explosive. That shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mind me, just a little <laughs> harmless rabbit here, you know. <laughs> All right, so you ready to you ready to rock? You got your. Yeah, Helen, I got some dabs here. I got. Hold on, let me show you real quick before we rock, dude. Like uh. Which is the store, man? I got I got this this stuff right here that I'm hitting off of, right? Some it's sour queso from every day, but oh yeah, man. you need special equipment to do a dab. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, I got another uh, a pen, vape pen thing. Freaking, I got an eighth of weed right here. Some lilac diesel. Oh, can you see that, peeps? Oh, look Sad at that. Idea. Yeah. No, this one's a sativa dominant, so it's a hybrid. Oh. You know, but yeah, it's keep it dominant. Yeah, I think uh, I got a gram of some shatter here. Oh, can you see that? And of course, it's going to get all weird on you. Maybe if I'm closer to it. What, what is that? Remember that stuff I put in the picture that one time in the background? The, the stuff that's like glass that they break and it shatters? So how do you do I, that? How do you, how do you... Same thing. Same with, thing with this, with oh, this yeah. little tool that I got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Okay, if I lean in closer, it won't disappear. Okay. Yeah, I see it yeah. clearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see? I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out what'll make things, you know, because it disappears. <laughs> so where you uh, all of them? And then two grams of of diamonds, baby. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, if if it if it takes that much tonight, then yeah, I guess I will. But hopefully, I hope that's just gonna so last me a little while. <laughs> tonight's like we go into random ideas, eh? So there are lots of different kinds of gift baskets. Usually, it's just mostly food. But wouldn't like a weed themed gift basket be awesome? 
Yeah, dude. Strings and a bong and a bong, some freaking papers, some blunt wraps, you know, maybe like a, gr- a grinder. Yeah, you know? if no person's into weed. I think they'd fucking love that, man. You know, or like a liquor basket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forget dude, about. That'd be- Forget about cheeses and fucking jellies and all that shit. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. Uh, all right, here. Let's. I'm gonna start this uh, torch up. We heat this nail up, and uh, I'll give you a countdown from five. Right. right, we're about ready. All righty, are you ready? In five, four, three, two, one. Let's rock. Everybody out there, you guys sparking up too? I hope so. (laughs) Don't let don't let us be the only ones. Oh my god, what the hell? Who well, invited you know, that? Who invited that fucking guy? Hello, Ricky. Oh no. Oh, did I tell you? Ever tell you my mom went to see Ravine? <laughs> she saw Ravine in uh, in concerts. Yeah. Really? The guy that yeah, because he also did the you know he did uh, hypnotism, but he also like helped people like lose weight or stop smoking and all this shit. Yeah, he did a lot. With, uh, he was a hypnotist, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a magician at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he um, well, he was like the kind of guy who could make you think you were a chicken, sort of thing. So that's what he did, and and he did. And I looked at his picture, and Ricky does have the sideburns. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen the picture. I looked, I looked him up too. You know, I'm not one that doesn't like to know the reference and jokes. So I totally looked as soon as the first time I heard Ravine, I looked him up because I did not know who he was. Um, and he totally had the same sideburns and everything. Uh, that shit was funny. Do yeah, you think that, do you think that that's real? You think that he was really hypnotizing people, making them think they're chickens or fucking, uh, you know, a table chair or something? Like, or do you think these people, or do you think these people are like paid actors in the crowd? You know, like they're they're set there. Because I've always wondered that stuff too. I don't know. I mean, well, the thing about hypnotism is that you have to be open to it. You have to be open-minded. You can't. If you're going to be skeptical, then you're going to block it. But there, are, there is real hypnotherapy that you can undergo for anxiety or depression or whatever, and supposedly it works, you know. Because a lot know. of some of your problems are like very deeply rooted, and you can't get rid of them by thinking them away. You know what I mean? Like people have social anxiety; it kicks up. They don't activate it on purpose. It's just, just it kicks up. You know what I mean? Well, all right, I used to have uh, severe chronic depression. I used to take uh, pills for it, all kinds of things, and I was always fucked up about it for a while uh, until one therapist and a few, you know, a few other people, but one therapist actually put it to a point, you know. He said, except for things like, you know, schizophrenia and multiple personalities, like real mental problems, everything else is all in our heads. It's all in our heads, depression, anxiety, all that shit. It is... It's just stuff that we create in our minds ourselves. 
and um yeah cognitive behavioral therapy can be effective for that yeah and and once once you realize that that you know and he's right like it really was and i've got over it like i haven't needed it i've been a happy fucker ever since you know i used to think bad thoughts about a lot of people but that shit went away you know one thing that helps is what they call exposure therapy like if you're afraid to go in elevators then you take baby steps you step inside elevator you don't have to ride to another floor wait let the doors close you know exposure therapy you mean like where like like they make you stand in public and then like they pull your pants down in front of like the whole crowd like the whole gymnasium or something no, but I mean, it's, it's about making you making you face a fear that's not rational. So like uh, like the elevator thing. So one time you just go in, you stand in, you can walk back out. Next time you can let the doors close, but you don't have to ride to another floor. And you just keep taking it in strides. You don't go up one floor and then go up two floors. And then eventually you get over it when you realize that what you feared might happen didn't happen. So that's how it works, basically. Uh, kind of like uh, what about Bob? Baby steps. Yeah, yeah, movie? yeah. Remember that movie? Like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I love that movie. Yeah, I think that movie good. was so good, dude. I was, man, I was a young kid when I first saw that, and I loved that movie. I liked weird things though, man. When I was a kid, I liked grown up stuff. You know, I used to, I, I used to love hanging out with my grandpa and shit. Like old people were cool. I still like old people. I like kids and old people. I fucking love. Like right around like, I don't know, like sixteen, seventeen to like, you know, sixty. Everyone's too, like, opinionated. You know, they all got, like, voices and opinions and shit. You know, they want to push theirs upon you. Uh, kids, you know, kids want to talk back. Adults want to fight. Like, everyone's... Kids and old people are the only ones that fucking either go with the... Like, aren't a big hassle or actually have wisdom to what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> they're also... What they also have in common is people talk about them in front of them. What are we going to do with yeah. them? Are we yeah. Gonna, yeah. For the yeah. Week? yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck, you're 100% right. Hold on. I don't want to get into that. I think I got a little bit more of this first. Ugh. Yeah, this is my super silver hazen. Silver hazen? What's that? Well, I, I keep oh. I keep, I keep, jokingly... Oh, it's not, there it is. I keep jokingly... Oh, sil- super silver haze. That's a haze. Yeah, I keep jokingly call it super silver hazen, you know, because that's my last name. Well, one it's, day when you have a following, you can do that. You can have your own strain of weed. Cool. Endorsement deal. I, mean, I don't know. There's probably still our endorsement deals like that left. Like, oh, that's for probably, sure. That's probably what Snoop did. He has like a whole line of stuff, and you know, or like, like those, like those little like gram baggies that people get. You know, what I'm saying like like a whole bunch, and they had the little picture, like the little pot leaves on them, but it'll be like little my face is going. Yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> or blowing what? smoke at the like the lens of the yeah. camera, something like that. Yeah, yeah, or chugging a bottle. <laughs> uh, Remember, you can still you can still get drunk and high every night, but you got to get burly. You got to have responsibles. That's called have responsibles. <laughs> a lot of people think you can't get drunk and stuff. <laughs> You're a good parent, but it's not true. You can't. <laughs> you just got to get up. <laughs> you got to get up. <laughs> if you think you're gonna you're gonna go into shock, you still hey, I've tried explaining that to my ex and the judge, but they wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> Come on, I'm down. I'm down. Uh, uh, down to a third of a bottle of rye. Come on, that's more than fair. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. Like I don't even drink the whole thing at once anymore. Like, come on. <laughs> it's a funny thing about alcoholics is like nobody wants them to keep drinking. 
but at Christmas time, they can't figure out what presents to buy them. They buy them fucking booze. It's just like, well, they love alcohol. <laughs> shopping for adults is hard. Shopping, kids will tell you exactly what they want, but adults, it's fucking impossible. But if you know they like booze, that uh, that's an easy one. That's true. That's true. You know, I mean, getting getting stuff for a guy isn't really hard, you know, because you know your buddy, because you're right. You know your buddies. If, like, okay, like Dugan, okay? It would have been booze, right? But Dugan don't drink anymore. So it's like guitar shit. Get him some fucking, <laughs> get him some picks or some strings, fucking. Or if you got uh, some cash in your pocket, you can get him something fucking nice, like a nice fucking yeah. strap or something, you know? Or like some polishes, because he likes making them. So maybe get him some fucking glosses or some glitter, something you could put inside the paint or something, you know? Uh, you know, my buddy Kevin, fucking, I mean, it's Trailer Park Boys shit, uh, totally. Or like Letterkenny or Houses or liquor or weed, you know? Me, same thing. Trailer Park Boys, Letterkenny, Houses, liquor, weed, uh, kitties. Well, when, when society becomes more enlightened and decides to legalize prostitution, then every fucking brothel will have, like, a registry there. So you can put your buddy's name in for <coughs> this location, you're going to get sucked and fucked. That, that's that's the best <laughs> you can give a guy. Uh, oh, and, and don't give women a gift of lingerie. They don't like it because they know you're, it's really a gift for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just like buying a, an Xbox if she doesn't want one. It's like, but you're buying, you put your name on the card. It's really for you, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, or like when Al Bundy bought Peg that bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she can go bowling with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She fucking hates bowling. <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, oh, lingerie, is that's more of a thing that's like, you just buy that at random. Uh, now, the way to get around that, buddy, the way to get around that is gift card to Victoria's Secret or wherever. You oh, get them so that. Yeah. So then she gets to go and pick out what she likes and know that something in the bag will be for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you, that's how, that's how you do that. And you can get around that the whole time. Uh, I learned that a while ago. Um, but, yeah, you're totally right. you got to be careful. You can't just buy a lingerie. <laughs> Can't yeah. just buy them perfume Spike unless you know teals. exactly what they like. Uh, yeah, you definitely don't buy them spike teals because if you buy the wrong spike teals, that spike's gonna end up in the fucking side of your forehead. <laughs> and she's not gonna want to wear them in the shower. So there. <laughs> well, you know that's why I keep trying to get. Uh, 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 what are they? The fucking uh, the conks shoes? What are they? The conks? What are they fucking? Like the. Oh, you mean from the 70s? Uh, no, what are the names of the damn shoes? I always, I always forget yeah, the name you, of them, man. You're talking uh, about the Dutch shoes? <laughs> no, no, those are clogs. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, you know, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I feel like an idiot. Uh, Crocs, that's what it is. I oh, already Crocs. know Crocs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why Crocs needs to make a freaking uh, high heel. Yeah, they should be more comfortable that way. Right, right. Crocs needs to make a high heel. <laughs> that oh. would be amazing. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. There's a company out there called uh, Shoes for Cruise, and they sell kitchen kitchen uh, kitchen safe shoes, right? Because uh, oh, yeah. if you work in a kitchen, you need specific types of uh, bottoms on your soles because 
it gets yeah. greasy and oily and all kinds of shit in there. And will these spent, you know, if you got real kitchen safe shoes, like the ones I was getting through uh, shoes for crews, I could walk through like two inches of oil and I wouldn't slip, man. They were amazing. But uh, they had like almost everything you can think of with that bottom on there, man. They had like big old boots, fishing boots. They had cowboy boots, freaking slippers. Uh, it was so great. Uh, my buddy Kevin, who I always uh, keep trying to get him to come on, but he's fucking lame. Uh, he's like my old friend. He's the one that I started watching Trailer Park Boys with a long time ago and all that. But anyway, uh, we used to always joke. He's the one that's my Randy. I'm Leahy. We always, but he'd always joke with me because remember in um, what is it? Is it the Christmas? Is it the Christmas? No, it's not the Christmas. It's not the Christmas. I want to say it's say good night. Yeah, say good night. Uh, remember he borrows Randy's cowboy boots and he comes running out with the watermelon. Oh yeah. Can I borrow your cowboy boots? Right. Uh, I used to call him up all drunk and say that to him. Hey, everybody, can I borrow your cowboy boots? And so to this day, he'll randomly text me or call me or something and be like, no, you cannot borrow my cowboy boots. Well, anyway, there was a pair of cowboy boots in there that were kitchen safe fucking yeah. shoes. They had the bottom on them. And uh, he was working in the kitchen down in Calistoga at the time, and I almost bought him a pair, man. I felt bad for never doing it, but, I mean, maybe I'll get a pair one of these days, but they're well, super cool. I knew this girl cool. once. Uh, she had worked at KFC for quite a long time, and maybe it was like two years, but she always wore the same pair of sneakers. And she said uh, at a certain point that they just went rotten. They just, like, turned rancid just – from absorbing all the fucking grease and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to be careful with them sneakers. Yeah, and you can't wear just any kind either, like I said. Uh, and she's right. Yeah, I've seen shoes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I got a new pair usually when I'm working in the kitchen six months or so. I go th- I go through a pair of shoes when I'm working in there. Yeah. Uh, and I had no idea before I worked at A&W that fast food restaurants had their own plumbing system just for grease, just for yeah. oil. Yeah. Uh, a huge pipe. It was like, wow, I had no idea. I always figure like maybe you filled up, filled up something with oil and then emptied out at the end of the day into some kind of container. But no, man, it's a huge uh, well, operation. No, no. Uh, the ladder is the way we do it here. It's all grease trap. You take you uh, you take the grease trap and you empty the grease trap in a, a bucket and you take the bucket out to the fucking there's usually it's like it's over by the dumpsters and it's like a big dumpster but it's for grease and oil uh and you fill that up and then they come take it away i wonder um, where they take it to maybe like landfill or something like that i don't know maybe i've never really looked Whatever into they take it. organic stuff at uh, that must be nasty by the time you collect it right oh my god it's horrendous and the smell especially when you get closer to it oh my god uh, yeah yeah because you got like just fragments of like Foods that were once fresh, but now they're rotten inside there. So, I mean, they use potato. They use French potatoes to make vodka. So, here you go. Hmm. Let me see. Let's see with old cooking grease. Let's see what this says. Uh... Man, I don't want to read all this. <laughs> <laughs> What is it, like, long read, like, two pages? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. It's, like, a whole huge article. I just wanted to see, like, uh, if there was a simple little um, explanation. I See, one thing I contemplated, and I probably shouldn't be talking about doing illegal things on this podcast, but I thought, what if I did what J-Rock did? Like, 
make your own vodka, mis- mix it with like Kool-Aid or some shit. Like that's something you could get a big profit from, I think, because you have to water it down before you sell it. You can't sell 100 proof vodka or else you'll kill people, I guess. Uh, but um, but yeah, illegal vodka, right? One jar for like 10 bucks, 20 bucks or whatever. You could probably make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I mean, make your own liquor, especially. Yeah. I got a buddy, I got a buddy who can do that. And vodka is one of the cheapest liquors to make, I think. I keep trying to convince him to uh, um, do um, some brewing uh, episodes to start a brewing show. Because you can brew beer legally. You know, that's not a big deal. You got to have special licenses to do liquor. Beer and and wine, yeah. Yeah. But not not hard liquor, I don't think. No, no, no. Yeah, you got to be specially licensed for that, which he's going for. He's trying to get that, or so he says. Uh, or maybe just do yeah well I mean maybe do it in a homebrew fashion get the license and just make it at home make as much as you can uh, but of course then there's the whole issue of you know marketing it to retail but uh, I think people sell booze online though so I guess you could do it that way there must be yeah there must be liquors you can order it online yeah but uh, you got to be careful too because Going across state lines and uh, uh, country borders are big things. Like we you, we can't get the any of the trailer park boys liquor down here. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they don't. They, it's it's a whole new thing to sell across uh, state or uh, country lines and things. And I believe state lines even. I may be wrong on that. Uh, I guess they only make exceptions for products that cannot be grown in your own country. Like Canada accepts oranges from the states. And, uh, you know, other vegetables and fruits from other countries that are they have like a tropical climate. So but otherwise, yeah, coffee, you know, they make an exception for that. Because uh, very true. I, I don't know if any coffee is grown in the United States, but I mean, I suppose you could grow yeah, it. I think it's all grown in Colombia. Yeah, most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Co- yeah. The cocaine and coffee capital of yeah. the world. Yeah. You're not leaving unless you feel fucking wired, basically. All right, I think I might be onto something here. All right, where does your restaurant grease go? What grease can take one or three routes uh, out of your commercial kitchen, down the drain, out for recycling? That's all you're going to talk. You're lame. You're not going to tell me nothing. All right, screw you. Screw you, article. You're no help. False alarm, everyone. Oh, that. Oh, that cocaine kingpin, uh, Pedro, um, I can't remember his name exactly, um, but whatever his last name was, <laughs> uh, he, he had, yeah, so he became like the, one of the richest men in the world because of cocaine. And I read that, like, I think this was when he and his family were on the run and his daughter complained that she was cold. So he burned like $12 million to keep her warm. That's fucking rich, bro. You just put right, dollars on fire. Fuck. All right, here's something that is crazy, dude. That is crazy. Right, here's something. Okay, there's a place called Grease Cycle. Uh, and I bet you it's something similar to this most places. And it's funny, ironically, it's in North Carolina, which is where my son's moving. It's <laughs> funny how much how much I've been seeing that shit lately. Uh, matter of fact, the place that uh, we geared for my last class, my portfolio class, when I made my portfolio, the place that we geared uh, my first uh, 
submission to be sent to was that place and i didn't even mean it like i was just searched uh jobs and one of the first ones that came up that i qualified for was that one and come to find out they were in north carolina also i thought that was kind of funny but anyway uh i guess they take the uh, old grease um and uh take it to like a recycling plant and recycle it and turn it back into usable product <laughs> so you're saying there's not a reality tv series in that kind of work is there <laughs> Well, today we're gonna we're gonna drive out to this dump and we're gonna dump a whole lot of grease into this truck. <laughs> and we're gonna drive it back here. And then, but I mean, I guess, I mean, one episode. There's one episode worth of material. How do you turn that old shitty, nasty shit back into usable, clean, good grease? Oh, that man. I would li- that I would like to see. Uh, other than that, yeah, I, I guess I'm pretty good. Unless you had some pretty uh eccentric characters working there to keep me interested <laughs> in the show uh no <laughs> <laughs> that right. mama, i know you thought she was my father but she's my right. mom. Uh, <laughs> well there may be other ways to purify that grease to make it into something like crisco again my brother daryl's my other brother daryl <laughs> <laughs> I, I never got over that joke i always thought that was brilliant yeah uh, yeah that was good stuff man Maybe that's what they use to make axle grease, like old food grease or something. I don't know. Cycle it. I didn't read the whole article. I just read the little clip, the thing under it, and it just said uh, uh, recycled into usable product. I mean, so I guess it could be either or, but I would almost want to say it stay. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's kind of crazy because if you told me the bottle of oil i had in my hand was fucking recycled from the dump where i've dumped oil before um i would probably fucking chuck it at your head you know what i'm saying <laughs> well if you want to hear something really fucked up and this is this is something that's go- gone totally outside of your radar beaver butts emit goo used for vanilla flavoring we've, we've been eating v- vanilla raw, beaver ass milk i guess all our lives we haven't even realized it dude yep it's uh no way dude not all vanilla the anal secretions of beavers i mean i thought it was vanilla beans you know but uh maybe the anal secretions for beavers is like cheaper or faster to work with or something yep so that they that's the vanilla and i think i think there are other flavors too (laughs) so uh uh, yeah, raspberry flavoring. That's another one. I don't know how they get raspberry flavoring out of that, and why haven't they been looking for alternatives? You know what I'm saying? We've been tossing beef or salad forever. We grew up eating that shit. What the fuck, bro? This okay? This is from this is from National Geographic. Beaver butts emit goo used for vanilla flavoring. The FDA regards uh, castro castroium. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Sorry, everybody. C a s t o r e u m as natural flavoring, just in time for holidays, uh, just for in time for holiday cookie season. Um, and who the fuck just, discovered that? Who the fuck discovered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the beaver's ass. Like, oh, mm, delicious. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> And is it a combination? Like, did somebody have a vanilla bean in in their mouth 
walking down the street, chewing on the stick, and then like trip and fall into a beaver's ass. And it was like when peanut butter met chocolate, you know what I'm saying? It was vanilla bean met beaver ass. He was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then you got a reason. Well, maybe bestiality is not always a bad uh, thing. It's a comedy bit. There's a silver lining to bestiality. <laughs> a guy discovered vanilla flavoring on a beaver's asshole. And that's where you get vanilla ice cream. The best ice cream for Sundays. There you go. Oh and my socks. god, dude. Here's a whole National Geographic article. Just in time for holiday cookie season, we've discovered that vanilla flavoring in your baked goods and candy could come from the anal extract of beavers. Beaver butts secrete a goo called whatever that word was, which the animals use to make their territory. The US Food Drug and uh, the US Food and Drug Administration lists Castro whatever. Uh, Fidel Castro, no, <laughs> as a generally uh, regard uh, generally regarded as safe additive, and uh, manufacturers have been using it extensively in perfumes and foods for at least 80 years, according to a 2007 study in the International Journal of Toxicology. I lift up the animal's tail, says. Oh, shut up, dude. You're, I'm not going to sign up for nothing to keep reading. Really? You're going to get me like that? <laughs> really? Oh, those dirty, dirty bastards. National Geographic's dirty like that. I'm not signing up. Uh, yes, I would like to receive update special offers. Uh, wait, National Geographic's owned by Disney. I'm already subscribed to that stuff through Hulu, man. Like, you should just, like, let me read. Bricks. As you know what? That was probably discovered by just like poor people who were alive like 200 years ago, desperate for food. They would they would kill any mammal and maybe they bit that part of the animal and it went, oh, it's not bad. All right, there's a website out there called All All Recipes. Uh, it's one I go to a lot for things and ask questions, uh, check things out, get recipes, shit like that. So let me see, look what they got here. Uh, it's a rumor that has been sw- uh, swirling the internet. Uh, scaring everyone from home bakers to dessert enthusiasts alike. For years now, there may be uh, whatever goo from a beaver's nether regions. Let's just gonna <laughs> say it. Fucking asshole. Uh, straight butthole. Um, and some artificial food flavorings. But is there any truth to this claim or is it just a hoax that is spread on social media? Here we break it down. What is it? Okay, it is a heavily scented brown or tan goo that is secreted from a beaver's uh, castor gland, which is located nail-bitingly close to its anal gland. Beavers use that to communicate with each other about making territory, establishing colonies, and deterring, uh, uh, scaring off predators. (laughs) How is it used? Despite its less than ideal origins, uh, it smells pleasant. In the past, it was burned by the Romans in lamps with the uh, belief that the fumes would cause abortions. (laughs) And trappers uh, would have relied on it to lure in animals since the mid-1800s. It has also uh, been a natural food flavoring for nearly the last century. And yes... It has been used as a replacement for vanilla, raspberry, or strawberry in some flavorings and foods. But is 
Castorium in my desserts. Uh, it is labeled by the FDA as generally recognized as safe. And this that's in quotes, generally recognized as safe. So that means generally it is, but not totally. It's like only eight out of ten or only two out of ten times did someone actually get sick and die. You know, the other eight, they were fine. But, you know, that's cool. I'll gamble on 80 percent. I'm good with that. That's fine. OK. Uh, and because of that, companies aren't largely required to disclose what they use it for when they use it. <laughs> OK. Since it's basically safe, they don't even have to tell you when they use it. OK. Uh, often instead referring to it as natural flavorings. Every time I read the bag of labels and it says coca bean, vanilla, this, that, the other, and natural flavorings, it's beaver asshole. Yeah, uh, it is. Isn't that <laughs> astonishing? Like, oh, my uh, God. And now we're going to try to right recover now. that. Uh, due, to, uh, due to the nature of where it's produced, uh, it's hard to extract. It involves fucking milking in beaver's butthole. You know? Let's be real. Uh... Oh, my God, it actually says that, but it just says milking its glands. <laughs> uh, so I wonder if they have some way of maybe replicating it. I don't know if they can. I don't know if like chemically, I don't know. But, uh, so, yeah. Because of this, according to this handbook right here, Fenneroli's Handbook of Flavor Ingredients, only roughly 300 pounds are produced uh, annually. Oh, I mean annually. My bad, everybody. <laughs> Well, anally too, you know. But I'm bummed. Instead of being put into desserts like baked goods and ice creams, <laughs> the stuff is often used in perfume industry and to add sweet scents to products. Uh, so it is possible that bottles of vanilla extract has it, but the odors or but the odds are very low. Uh, <laughs> like to <laughs> like to your makeup cabinet for an infamous ingredient instead. So, <laughs> yes. Of all the animals that could have a pleasant-smelling asshole, the it's beaver has beaver. it, and there's no fucking purpose behind it beyond, beside our ability to exploit it for junk food. But, uh, I mean, it seems to me like the pig should have a, a pleasant-smelling asshole because everything about it is just fucking disgusting. So <laughs> at least it's ash. Well, it smells well, good. You know what I mean? you know, now, now knowing this, that beavers have amazingly wonderful assholes that are smell great and taste delicious, apparently. Uh, any girl out there that has ever hated the reference of beaver towards their vagina should instantly change their mind. Like, <laughs> it should be a wonderful term of endearment to call it a beaver now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet things come out of it. Uh, Sweet, delicious. As long I as mean, they, as long as they don't have fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> it's it's nothing but perfume and vanilla ice cream that's right. down here, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, Morgan. I guess you're right. <laughs> there, uh, uh, but no. Realistically, they say it's it's more likely being you're gonna get it in fucking your perfumes. But apparently it can uh, resemble vanilla flavor. Yeah. And, and has been used. Probably, I, bet you, I bet you there's some real – you know what? That, like, 49-cent jar of vanilla extract you get at the fucking yeah, – yeah. at the Dollar Tree or whatever. Yeah. 
That's just a jar of fucking beaver butt, I'm telling you. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe the expensive stuff is like they make it with like finer ingredients. Or you know what? Maybe still the way around. Because if they only get 300 freaking uh, pounds of it or whatever, they might not have very much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it might be more. Like, we might need to look at, like, how much is this shit worth, Morgan? We might need to get into the fucking beaver butt goo business. You know what that I'm saying? That or the whale vomit business. That's, I mean, that's worth crazy money, like thousands of bucks. I don't know what they do with it, but it's valuable. I mean, if we can get, you know, thousands of dollars a month, I will milk a beaver butt. Well, Vince the Pince, maybe send him out to where the beavers are. <laughs> you just, you, I don't think there are any beavers in California, but... Uh, uh, Vince, Vince will scare the goo right out of them. Well, hopefully their tails won't uh, send them flying, because it's supposed to really hurt when you get hit by a beaver tail. Oh, yeah, they got – that's power – yeah, they got that whack for sure. Yeah, yeah. So if he can figure out how to avoid getting hit by the tail, then – Yeah, yeah. We see and, here. Then you have to find out how to keep the beaver alive while you're mil- milking it because if it dies, I mean, it's going to run out, right? So. Yeah. Uh, wait. Well, yeah, you definitely don't want to – well, it shouldn't die. Like, it's not a – like – well, I mean, yeah. uh, well, I mean, you could procedure, right? You could kill it and then take like whatever available uh, extract there is, or you can bring it home and then just keep it in a cage or something and milk it when when you can. But the thing is, that's go- that thing's gonna fight back, man, and you'll get hit with that tail. So you have to figure out how to do it. But I mean, it's hard too because the tail's right there. So, so I don't know. Tear tie like a something. I'm saying, or yeah, maybe maybe you put them upside down and like tie like a rope around them so that uh, the tail can't move. Or maybe maybe you just ask nicely, or you know who knows? Maybe the beavers like it. Maybe 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 we think we're getting some goo from some glam, but we're really jerking them off, and fucking that's just uh, beaver nut. And maybe that's the reason why the beavers on the back of the Canadian nickel. Yeah, and, he, and they love it. They're like, yes, milk my glands, baby. You guys have the eagle. We have the beaver. The eagle never did fuck all for you. Did <laughs> I don't think the eagle – it's a cool symbol, but I don't think it's contributed anything to the, the American cuisine. No, Most, definitely not. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Most people eat I, eagle. I don't know. No, and if they did, they would totally go to prison. That's way oh, illegal down here. Oh yeah, it's like uh, even if you like just if you found an eagle feather somewhere and you kept it, isn't that like? Can you get? Yeah, in you're not. You can. I, I, well, I believe you can. I believe you can. Wow. Uh, like even, even if like they had the, fe- the the bird is this long gone, uh, you know. Yeah. No. Oh, which is weird. Cause I don't know because like I have seen now just a little ways down here uh, a couple years ago, um, there were two parents and they had. Uh, some you know chicks i guess you would call them uh and they grew up over there my friend right actually ryan ryan's wife um jen she uh she was she does photography and stuff too uh she's pretty good um she was taking some pictures of them and ryan and i uh actually anna this girl i was seeing at the time we were coming back from out there around pope valley and jen was pulled over with ryan and she was taking some pictures of them and so we sat there and watched and this was a little family of them you know and uh, they're gorgeous creatures. And see, what it was is it was uh, freedom. You know, the bald eagle 
uh, is the pre- like the it's the king of the skies around here, especially at the time. Like there's you know, less and less of them, but it's like the biggest bird around, you know, here. And uh, you know, I will actually the condor is, um, but anyway, fucking it just was like the symbol of freedom, and yeah, you know, like soaring. It's like because you know we left uh, English rule and all that, you know monarchy of that shit and yeah i don't know it's definitely ain't about dinner i know that you know otherwise the oh, yeah, you know, yeah. i don't know the chicken would probably be the country bird that i mean that's probably the most eat bird even though so i think a, i think uh, if so much if somebody were to good. kill and eat an eagle people would probably think of that as being like burning on the flag right they oh yeah that. i'd be like i'd probably be as, as bad as can you probably get left Oh, seriously? Okay, there you are. You're back. All right, I froze. I lost my shit. Dude, I don't understand what's going on with my internet. It's really pissing me off. I've been trying to... I was, I was trying to uh, get on with a buddy of mine late last night to play some games, and fucking... It wouldn't... Like, it just kept glitching and everything. Oh, last yeah. week, we had... Isu- you know, last week, we had issues. I just watched it just drop right now. It froze. That wasn't you. That was me. Well, and uh, I, don't be, don't be, I don't get it. I don't get it. That'd be annoying for gaming. So like you, you're stuck, and then your friends like getting all these points and shit, and they win the yeah, game. Yeah, you know, or 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 well, I mean, usually we play games where we're on the you know same fire team, like we're on like Destiny. And uh, the thing is, is we'll be in a big mission, and there'll be guy, and so he'll be getting his ass killed as you're frozen, stuck like in the corner. Like last night, it glitched on me, and my guy just started spinning in a circle. He's just spinning in a circle for like fucking forty seconds as my buddy's over there just getting attacked. You know, it's just like, uh, but whatever, you know. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I pay good money for the best internet that they offer. It's full gigabyte, and lately it's just been running like shit. And I had them come out the fucking like three weeks ago, and they tested it and said everything was fine. They don't know what's wrong. And I said, well, that doesn't fix the problem. This shit's still going on. Well, they didn't fix it. They charged me. Uh, I called them and complained for them charging me because they told me they weren't charging me because they didn't fix anything. And uh, I got my money back, thankfully. But I still got the same issues, and here it is. It's I'm still having issues, and I don't know what to do because I just had them come out and they said, "Oh, everything's fine." So it's obviously not fine because it's glitching out on us fucking every week now. You well, know, you know, I have a prediction for the future. I think somebody will invent a uh, software that would make it easy for you to invent your own video game. Like people who know nothing about the coding and everything. You can just make your own fucking game. I think that's coming. Well, well, you don't need to know anything about coding already. I don't know anything about coding. Yeah. You know, I mean, I imagine maybe there's somewhere, someone down the line, but like modelers and, and like and things like that, like they don't do coding. Like we model all the stuff in the programs. You know. What oh I'm yeah, saying? I mean, you, you know how to do the design, but like, do you know how to put it together so you can make it playable? uh no not yet no or no not at all i mean but see that might that might be stuff in the bachelor's program uh or that might be something else that might be where the coding comes in i'm not really sure but the pipeline of create like the pipeline of creation you don't you don't need it i know i know that def but well from what i understand i mean it depends on the game too like if you're going to invent like a game for uh the xbox Apparently the script for that is like the size of a phone book. Like there's just so much material just to write, 
and then coding it. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they have software that makes it easier now, but that takes a long time to do. Yeah. Uh, I know that with um, like Unreal Engine, okay, Unreal Engine is a pro program that I can go in there right now and build an environment in an afternoon. I can literally grab a floor, put the floor in, put more floor around it, go to the thing, grab some walls. I want to make a dungeon, go to, to dungeons. I can buy uh, um, assets or they got free assets, smoke, light, everything, build it all up, and then I can drop a character into it and control him instantly. Oh, yeah. Unreal Engine, and I can test my environment as I'm building it. So, and it, yeah, it yeah. totally controls, you know, and I have full control of the character. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, that program might have whatever you're saying already coded into it, also. Well, to make one that of possible. What I'm thinking of is right now, if you want to make a game, uh, it costs a lot of money, you have to have a lot of people involved. Whereas I'm thinking, like someday, anybody, oh, really? could, like I'm thinking, someday a guy your 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 son's age could go and make his own video game, and it could be as complex as World of Warcraft see, or anything. Yeah, I was gonna say. See, there's tons of games that you're not gonna see on commercials on TV. Those, those just like there's tons of movies that you're not gonna see on commercials. You know, yeah. so like like there's tons of what are called platformer games, and they are games created by nobodies you know small companies uh or small groups of people college kids uh you know that, that was one thing that me and my professor were talking about that this covid lockdown thing kind of made things difficult for those i mean some people do online schooling anyway but on campus there's there's a lot of student collaboration and building stuff together because you know you're there together so there were a lot of games being built, a lot of animations being made uh, right there at Laris over the years. But since the COVID lockdown and we can't go to school and the kids don't go to school, no one goes to school there anymore. It's all online. Uh, not that I could. I live really far away from there. But that shit would have been available. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. like, uh, like, so I imagine, yeah, they're, they're, you know, we doing online everything are losing out on a lot of uh small things like that you know what i'm saying yeah and i also predict that like um see there i'm sure there must be like a lot of geniuses who made video games or designed them and they're well known within that world but i don't know who any of them are but i imagine someday there's gonna be like one person who was like the biggest genius of all like the michael jordan of video game design and there'll be somebody like that i'm sure that's coming you know? <laughs> Like, a, like the first one to get on the cover of Rolling Stone and shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, uh, he's got, that, that's going, I think. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe, it'll maybe. Be me. Yeah, Who you know. Knows? I, bet, uh, I bet I'm a little bit cooler than your average fucking computer nerd. You know, well, you know, it's funny because sometimes when I surf for porn, I see these ads for these porn video games. Have you seen those? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yes. I, thinking, yeah. I would not pay for it myself, but if I knew someone who had an account, I'd check that out for a few minutes just to see what that's like. Dude, okay. So I told you how, or I told you a while ago that I got a VR, right? I got the VR yeah, unit virtual reality. Thank you. Okay. So PlayStation offers some games for free. They're cheap. They're little platformer games. There's really nothing to them. Uh, but there was this one that I got, right? And I got it. 
and I checked it out once, dude. It like made me feel slightly uncomfortable, and I ended up deleting it because my my son was coming over, and I was giving him free oh, run to play the game, and I didn't I didn't want him to because uh, this game was like. I, I thought I don't know it was it, it reminded me of like Dead or Alive like it looked like all the chicks you know like volleyball fighting something along them lines uh, but basically and then it like it seemed like it was a dance thing like the girls like I'm sit I'm just sitting there in this virtual world I don't do nothing but sit there and the girl starts dancing and then it's like a normal dance and so I'm like okay it's just dance it's like dance dance revolution thing okay whatever and then next thing I know this chick is like basically doing a lap dance on me and it dude like no i could but i felt like the same shit we talked about in that one episode a little while back about bud bundy you remember and he fucking had that virtual girlfriend and, uh same shit man like it like she dude i started like get, get a, a bird started coming alive and i was just like whoa this is like because she was like right here with her big Big old virtual boobs in my face, and I was I like, can't "What is this is like more popular already?" <laughs> or maybe, maybe it is. That's where we need to make the skin suit, right? You hook it up to a thing, and you just slide your guy yeah. right in there, you know, and bam, good to go. Maybe you like attach some kind of thing that emits a, just a weak enough electric electric on eh, electric current that it gives you a hard on at the same time. So it's like you can't even choose to be turned on. It just happens. There we go. There we go. All right. That's how we do it. All my engineering so guys it. out there. So kind of pump attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Get a hold of me, engineering, uh, manufacturing type people. Let's let's rack our brains together. Let's see if we can build something that we can connect to a video game and make a virtual virtual fuck suit. Fuck. We'll call it. Uh. We'll call it. We'll, we'll call it. Fuck. Fuck Tendo. Fuck Tendo. Feeding the geese. <laughs> That way it'll be like a commercial-sounding name. Like, oh, that's a harmless game, Feeding the Geese. And then you find yeah. out what Feeding the Geese means. So, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, five-year-old Timmy. Yeah. We got to <laughs> this game, Feeding the Geese. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how about we do our list now? We got our list for this week is uh, Most Hated Characters. Um I think it's probably pretty obvious for the most of the the choices um but yeah. okay my mine is definitely um honest but obvious and predictable as far as i go candy i've always i've said it a million times i hate that bitch every single appearance uh, there's nothing good that Wait, isn't she candy. your number one though she yeah i'm not putting them in order well yes i, I guess i'll say yeah she was she's the one i hate the most so i'm going yeah. backwards uh yeah. candy uh just I fucking hate her, hate the seer, hate her voice. Even from a distance in that courtroom, I hated her back there too. Uh, she, she, yeah, it's just, it's like when finally that episode comes along where Barb talks about how she got rid of Candy and uh, Donna. That was like, oh my god, thank God, that's just such a relief for me. <laughs> All right, so uh, what? Uh, oh yeah, and the the part I'm gonna cite examples. We discussed it before, but the part where uh, you know, so Leahy has been living in that park, in that little camper, and then Don and the rest of them come up and kick him out. And so, yeah, that, yeah I would say that, that pissed me off more than anything. Yeah, yeah, that was one of uh, my least liked. Well, yeah, I, that shit pissed me off. I didn't like that. I was fucked off, you know. 
You don't kick a dude out of his spot, especially when oh, he's off. And he had left. He lay. He was leaving everybody the fuck alone. He wasn't bothering. Yeah. Well, yeah. He wasn't bothering nobody. He had his own paper route. He was yeah. making his own yeah. money to support his his food and liquor habit. And he had his little spot down by the river. And you know what? I can relate a hundred percent with that because I've been there, done that, and that's exactly how I felt. And you know, what? I loved it. He had it everything. Beautiful. And then she took it all. Beautiful. Away. Fuck three tiered shit dyke. <laughs> I wouldn't mind living that way. You got all your needs, right? You know, a, play, a bed to sleep on, food, put the barbecue outside. Ah, uh, fucking internet, internet, dude. Yeah, no, I, was, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I would love to kind of live like that, too, you know, just my own little spot somewhere away from everything. Nobody fucking with me, you know, whether it's off by a river somewhere or like maybe like a little bit out in the middle of the desert. You go out 45 minutes into the desert. And all you see is just like a trailer with like a power pole and a yeah. light and my, you know, and, and that's it. Just out in the middle like of nowhere. Like Bill, yeah. Yeah, I got and fucking, butt, yeah. I'll have, I'll have my liquor still over here going. I have my weed plants over here in a little, a uh, little greenhouse going. Fucking some kitties running around. Maybe oh, a dog, yeah. you know, maybe a dog. Who knows, man? You gotta have the dog fucking, there. Right. We gotta get some chickens. Let them just run wild for your, everybody free range. Everybody free right. range out there. Right? <laughs> you don't have to walk the dogs because they're always walking. So That's right. That's right. Maybe I'll get a second trailer and let it be the dog's trailer. Let them have their own little fucking camper out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Take be that pole. Uh, so should I go five down to one like we normally do? Yeah, you or you want me to just go? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, my number five is this fucking guy right here. That's why I started with him. Conky. Yeah. Conky. I mean, he annoys the shit out of me. I, I I don't totally despise him, but usually I skip most episodes with him. The only time that I don't is uh, the end of season seven because it's the end of season seven and you need to watch it. You know what I'm saying? And he plays he plays that predominant role throughout that fucking like last two episodes. He was one of the reasons why Michael Jackson, who played Trevor, quit the show. He really, really yeah. had the idea of Conky, like up until then. It was this gritty, realistic show, and then this puppet shows up, and, and they kind of shot it all in a way that kind of made it seem almost like something from the paranormal. And I also want to point out, when I was a kid living in Nova Scotia, some kid told me he knew a kid named Michael Jackson. Who knows if it was him, but that happened. So there we go. That might be true, yeah. It was back in the 80s, you know, anybody whose name was Michael Jackson, that really stood out. <laughs> yeah, for sure it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right, your turn, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, my next one is Donna. Uh, well, for almost the same reasons as with Candy. Uh, but Though she also she disrespected Brandy a lot, and that was really sad she to did. see. She did, she did. Oh yeah, and then every every scene with her and Barb and Candy, she was fucking annoying as hell. And so I was glad to see her disappear as well. So um, you know, I almost put Donna on here. Uh, she is definitely on my uh, mention, my mentions. She made it on my honorable mentions. But I almost put her on here. Uh, I too wasn't a big fan, but funny moments like she cracks me up a few times. She didn't totally. Um, kill me you know what i'm saying like she didn't kill me off uh i i did prefer dawn over donna for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh but 
But yeah. Um, but my next. Yeah, that's probably the strangest. That's probably the strangest storyline that everybody knew that he that it used to be a guy and now living as a woman, and they totally just gone as usual. Like nothing's unusual about it. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I guess maybe it was like oh, like bubbles funky. Okay. And- All right. Well, well, let me put it up there. So, oh well. Uh, anyway, so I was, I was trying to put the picture of my next guy up there real fast, but it wouldn't let me. Um, but my number four is Tommy Bean. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Tommy a- Bean is my number four. Yeah, he's an annoying shithead. Uh, I mean, I don't hate him, hate him, but I don't like him. Like, oh, I you know skip what? His- you know what he did that pissed me off? He fucked with Julian's car. You don't fuck with Julian's car. That's... That's a big, big mistake, and that's what that's what proved to be his undoing. Julian doesn't take that shit for laying down. Cars are very important to him. Uh, that is one hundred percent true. Uh, I doubt I'm gonna find a picture of those guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's just everything he did. He's just real shady and greasy, and you know, he wants. He's always. I don't know. He's just like a weasel. Like I. I don't know. I've known a few guys like him in real life, and I didn't like them either. <laughs> you know. Well, now so. I watch Home Alone every Christmas, and now when I watch it, I think of him when Daniel Stern appears because he really does look like him. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. He kind of does for sure. Okay, uh, uh, my next one is George Green. Uh, so he he appears quite often throughout the series, and he doesn't have one good moment really when you think about it. Like, I can't name one time when he was cool or at least funny. Like, he's always just an asshole. So that, that's just one character I never took a shine to. I mean, Officer Ted, he fucks with the boys a little bit, but he also has funny moments like the downhill skiing. And he's kind of cool in his way. But George Green is just a douche, you know. I especially hated him in season 12 when he started, like, smacking Randy around and shit. That wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George is, George is a dick, but see, I like him because he's the antagonist for me. He's the one I get to hate, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like when I went to the show, when I got to go see the boys play live, my buddy, Kevin, if you'll ever come on and talk about Virginia, uh, she came on. It might be fun to get Virginia on again. I'm not try that one these days. Uh, but, uh, I started a fuck George Green chant and like the whole audience was like, chimed in and like here we are out there fuck george green fuck george like it was so fun to be able to do that you know what i'm saying and uh yeah probably oh, what happened what happened there you go where are we oh, going Come connection here. start stop again no 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 cancel uh something right, i clicked so, the wrong button see they didn't bring his character out in the show because they know nobody likes him so maybe yeah. that's why you know what i'm saying <laughs> No, they brought him out. Uh, oh, he did? Oh. Oh, yeah, he was there. Oh. What about Officer there. Ted? Was there on the show? No, Officer Ted wasn't oh. there. No. Unfortunately. Well, yeah, some of them have, like, you know, jobs on the side, and so they maybe they can't do the live shows as well. Like, Trinity wasn't there, right? No, no, no. It was just them and Randy and George, and I think the reason George came was because Leahy died. Remember, I bought tickets for the Christmas show, Dear Santa, Go Fuck Yourself. Uh, but then right after I bought the tickets, uh, John passed. Um, and they 
postponed the shows. Well, they following year, uh, April, they put it out. So the show that was supposed to be December, beginning of December, ended up getting pushed out to beginning of April. And I think to fill the void of, of Leahy, they brought George along because Randy was still there. He was going to be there at both. Um, and they and the three boys. You know so. what? Hallmark has made a fuck ton of Christmas movies, but I don't think any of them are nearly as moving as the Trailer Park Boys Christmas special. Oh, like, no way. Oh, that's, that is fucking amazing. I mean, I guess you have to be a fan oh. of the show, but like, with Bubbles and the Bubbles Machine and shit, and Rick, uh, Ricky thinking Santa Claus was real and all that. But it, it was it's fucking fantastic. There's very few Christmas movies that are as affecting as that special. Oh, I know. I love it. It's I watch it every Christmas. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. It, it is, and it's one of my favorite. I think I mentioned it. I think I think it is my number one. Was my number one heartwarming moment, if I remember correctly, was that scene because it's. Yeah. Uh, if you remember, Bubbles finally gets to open. It. That's where he gets the bubble maker, and and if, if you pay attention, it sucks. And it's what season three, I think, where they burn down his shed because they're trying to put the weed plants in there. It might have been two. Oh yeah. Try to put the weed plants in there. Uh, I think the special came out like pretty soon. No, 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 no. Okay, the special came out between season four and season five, and it took oh, place way before. That's not what I'm talking about. Hold on, I'm talking about two different things at once. Yeah. I'm bring I'm bringing something into context. If you remember in season three, where they're trying to hook put the weed into Bubbles shed, yeah, and yeah. And, yeah. and Ricky hooks it up and they burn it and it burns the bubble maker. Well, that's the bubble maker he got. Oh yeah, yeah. It, the Christmas takes place in 1994, years before. Because you remember, J Rock still Jamie. Wasn't it 97? I think it was 94. I guess it might have been 97. I might have yeah, been wrong. 97. Uh, uh, like Trinity was, she was around, but actually, I don't know if Trinity was in that episode or not. No, I don't think she was. No, no, because she would have been like, they would have had to get a kid who was like a toddler or something like that. I don't know if she was even born. Well, yeah, she was probably born by then, because in the first season she's like six or seven years old. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the timeline for her life is, but Gina Harrison was born before the Christmas special special was set, so she would have been five years old. Maybe this maybe a social worker took her. Uh. Yep, Christmas '97. Yeah, right. yeah. It was before J Rock became like a rapper and shit. Yep, he's still Jamie. Uh, you ever smoke? They he and Barb are still marijuana? together. You ever smoke marijuana, Tyrone? <laughs> no, Jamie, marijuana is a gateway drug. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Oh, that was good shit. But yeah, that was great. But anyway, at the end, Bubbles gets he opens his present that he's had that whole time and it's it's the bubble maker that, that yeah, yeah. and that's the bubble maker that burns when the shed burns down and like when i put those two and two together like that really broke like i was like fuck man like that broke my shit dude i just thought about it ricky <laughs> caused the complete immolation of two homes belonging to people who are close to him his father Burn down his trailer, burn down Bubbles' shed. Like, how yeah. more, was there anybody else who's fucking? Oh, uh, uh, Lucy's. Remember, <coughs> he was fucking around and end up catching fire because he was like cooking in the bedroom and shit. 
So he fucked up that place too. He half burned it down. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and 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 he 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 fucked the back wall off one trailer too. Yeah, yeah. Made the whole thing collapsed. Him and Lucy made the whole trailer collapse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's all right. My my number three, not this guy. I'm all right with Jacob, but this guy and his other fuck goof buddy. Fuck goof, yeah. The fuck goofs. Boosterhead, yeah. You know, this was the only picture of them I could find just now. I was searching for a minute there. Yeah, why didn't, I, why didn't I mind that they got fucked over? You know what I'm saying? I felt sorry yeah. for Trevor, but not those guys. Yeah, I didn't give two shits. Like, uh, they did, did did they even get – does anybody even know what happened? Like, they disappeared. I don't think they even got – Maybe they died. I don't know. Well, yeah, they go – they go out in the end of season seven to go put the train track up so they can oh, use yeah, yeah. express to shoot the weed across to uh, to Sebastian Bach. Well, while they're out there, they disappear. That's what takes Ricky Julian and Bubbles out there to find them. Remember, they take the, the cooler that's got Ricky's name and tape on it. And they go out there and they have their uh, party and they're looking for him. They're, and they're yelling. Uh, fucking Bubbles is like, what do we call him? And Ricky's like, fuck goofs. And Bubbles is like, I don't, I don't know. So I just call him Bubbles like, <laughs> and they're yelling that shit and yeah and also no, no i take it back i'm sorry i take it back uh, i didn't mean to cut you out there buddy but if you remember uh jacob shows back up with them they were starving they were living off the fucking uh twizzlers in the backpack and the licorice or whatever and uh jacob was with them and they were shooting and i guess they yeah they came back with them probably just went back to town and that was it all right i don't really remember i was just gonna say why the fuck did Sebastian Bach have a, a truck full of cigarettes, <laughs> <You know? laughs> just because, right. just because yeah. he didn't run out. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, I guess it's a good way to uh, get around with your money, you know, without fucking. Uh, well, I know, like a lot, one thing that's a big hassle for touring bands is that the uh, the promoters have been on the shows. A lot of them are dishonest. Or they don't pay them, don't pay them enough, so maybe one of them paid him in fucking cigarettes. I guess maybe that's something that might happen, too. <laughs> very true, very true. I think he said something like that. Yeah, or maybe. Or paid him or something. All right, my next, uh, my fourth m- mention on the list is uh, Leslie Dancer. There's not one moment I can point to where I can say that I liked him or found him funny, especially not when when Ricky pissed into the fence that whole part of the show. When when like they were outside of the park, he was really a dick then. Um, I know Ricky wasn't supposed to be there, but oh, I know, dude. <laughs> Every, I mean, everybody hated him too. So that's. I got about a 15 drink piss. I'm gonna rock. He's <laughs> <laughs> Trinity. Don't look at Daddy's cock. It's burnt. <laughs> yeah, so many things uh, happen to, Rick, to Rand, uh, Ricky's dick. Oh, dude. Shot. He gets shot. I think we've talked about this like three or four times, you know, like Jesus. Yeah. Shot. I mean, his his cock does come up a lot, you know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like even in the trip, the jail episodes, the new stuff they're doing on uh, Swearnet. Freaking. He has bubbles come in twice uh, to the visiting because him and Julian are in jail and bubbles is out. And has him look at his dick for various reasons. One of them is because he's got a hair growing out of it from down the hole, you know. And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, 
oh, I read about this fucked up thing today. There's this river somewhere in, on, in the planets in the southern hemisphere. There's this, like, it's bacteria or something. But if it gets in your fucking shorts when you're swimming, it'll oh, yeah. swim down your dick and, like, go up into your body and, like, eat away at your internal organs and fucking kill you. Uh, down in the Amazon, there's, like, a little fish. Yeah. They're tiny. And uh, what it is is, um, like they say, don't pee when you're in the water because they'll swim up the stream because they like warm water. So they'll swim up. It's warmer. So they'll swim up through that as you're peeing, and then they go into inside your your pee hole, and then they got little barbs in their body, and like will stick inside there and shit. And uh, fucking yeah, it's I gotta bad. see if I can find those guys. That's bad brutal. Enough, it's bad enough that they do it in your dick, but they're gonna do it all over the fucking place until they get oh, to your brain. Dude. That's horrible, bro. Horrible. <laughs> Oh, dude, I left my bag of pepperoni cocks in the kitchen. I had a bag of pepperoni cocks. Here, I need to grab them. Hold on. Or maybe a soda, too. I'll be right back. Give me two seconds. Yeah. Just got my yogurt here. I was also watching um, Curb Your Enthusiasm today, so I came up with a couple of uh, topics to discuss regarding awkward uh, interpersonal relations, things that are just kind of frustrating in general. So we're going to talk about that when Ray gets back. I think I hear it, yep. Uh-huh. Have you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. 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 I saw several seasons of it. I don't think I ever finished seen, it. But. I think I've seen them all. I don't know. Maybe there's a re- maybe there's a season more that I didn't see, but I've seen them all. I think. All right. What's your uh, number four? Okay. So yeah. So will it be my number two? So like my yeah. second, my second to favorite. You know, next to least favorite character, uh, and that is this person right here. Oh, Candy, there we go. Fat Candy. Fat Candy, yeah. Uh, yeah, I pretty much hate her. Um, she's super annoying. It would be a bad move to bring her back. <laughs> Everyone would be so... She's like the Jar Jar Binks of Trailer Park. Man, she's just, yeah. <laughs> what's all that there? Grand pepperoni cocks. Oh, no, pepperoni cocks. So what they're yeah. like cut into tiny pieces or yeah it's a little oh, tiny pepperonis. oh okay and my my last one um last hated character is the pawnbroker there's just something about that guy that makes my skin crawl i do not like him at all the pawnbroker which was the pawnbroker guy i think he appeared just in like season 12 maybe they sold him a bunch of stolen bicycles they um when they were raising money to get Julian out of jail and they collected all that stuff and Oh he, yeah, the really big fat guy next to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. They would bring the truckload and he tells them to bring it on back. Though I have to say there does tend to be something shady about a lot of pawnbrokers. You know what? Yeah, you can add those guys onto my honorable mentions list too. I forgot completely about those characters. Yeah. And um all right, one second. Oh, 
my was that your number one? Oh, uh, that wasn't. The, oh yeah, that was the number one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I guess you're number five because we know that Candy's your number one. And yeah. You work backwards. Okay. Uh, here we go. Boom. My number one. Oh yeah, there you go. I know she's not your number. She and her. She was especially obnoxious in the Christmas special. That was the worst. Like demanding a freaking fur jacket or coat, or else she's like, "Oh, it's, everything's o- we're over. We're ruined." You know how much a fucking fur coat costs? Thousands Dude. of dollars, man. And the worst part about it too is, before she's even demanding all that shit, she's just trying to give Julian a mistletoe belt buckle. You know what that means, bro? Oh yeah. Can't pass underneath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, yeah, she wasn't even subtle about it, man. Like, there's no way to misinterpret that. No. Stand, she's no, telling him, she, fucking telling him she wants to give him a blowjob. And she was telling everybody in the room she wants to give him a blowjob. <laughs> and meanwhile, Ricky has to get her a fucking fur coat to get a blowjob. All right. So uh, my next thing I came up with is um, random thoughts. So I mentioned Curb Your Enthusiasm Whenever I watch that show, I always end up thinking of, like, situations we find ourselves in where relations are kind of awkward with people and the things that can lead to that. Now, think about nicknames. Some people will give themselves a nickname, and if you don't if you don't use the nickname, they'll fucking yell at you and shit. But the thing is, you don't, you're not supposed to choose your own nickname, right? I mean, on the internet, it's, it's okay for you to look, go for a username, but in real life, to give yourself a nickname and then get pissed off at people for not using it aren't other no. supposed, aren't other people supposed to pick your nickname uh, yes technically um uh, yes technically uh i mean i guess there are some small instances where it does work like if you're not a total dork or nerd or lame or something and you're trying to call yourself like Fucking the executioner, fucking uh, sex daddy, or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, dude, that's lame. But uh, but if you you know if you're a fucking big dude with tattoos and you're like, no, I want to be called Tune, cause like cartoon, cause I'm covered in tattoos. Like, I, all right, that makes logic. That makes sense. All right, that nickname is, makes sense. I I'll run with that tune. Like, yeah, you know. So you get what I'm saying? Like. So it depends on the, the, the scenario and, and what the name is and who's saying it. But no, you're not supposed to just uh, be able to call yourself fucking and not and not any schmo is, uh, you know, anarchy man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it does help if you get a tattoo of the nickname. That seems to help. Like people know you're not fucking around. Like this is a serious thing. Well, you should just do it right here, then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you ain't serious unless you're tattooing your nickname right here. Beaver Clans. <laughs> right, Beaver Clan. <laughs> That's my nickname, bro. Well, college fraternity name, Beaver Clan. <laughs> yes. Matter of fact, if I shave my eyebrows, I got Beaver Gland right there. <laughs> maybe I should do it. Maybe I'll shave them. I'll put Scoop Dead Leahy, man. No. <laughs> uh, like I should have got some ice balls in there from Bonesy. So Scoop Dad, is that, is that inspired by Scooby Doo? 
Yes, yes, that was my favorite cartoon growing up. Yeah, I guess let's give you a little backstory on that. But you know, let's change this background. I keep seeing Lucy behind me, and it's creeping me the fuck yeah, out. Turning your stomach in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. I gotta find anything better than her. Okay, backstory. Yeah. Uh, so ever since I was a little guy, my favorite cartoon growing up was Scooby Doo. I love Scooby Doo. I used to collect everything Scooby. Uh, you know, posters, even through my teens, and and it was cool because it worked because like it's like a stoner cartoon, you know. And yeah. I was a little, I was a little stoner kid from the beginning. I mean, I started smoking weed when I was probably like five or something. And, talking uh, about the one from the seventies, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, we do. Not, not the fucking scrappy do that fucking abomination. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind, I didn't mind scrappy didn't too mind much. Scrappy. Oh. Now, uh, well, because 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo consisted of Scrappy, and I liked that cartoon. Oh, That yeah. was cool. Oh, so that was uh, a show then. Yeah, oh, there was tons of different shows. Yeah, the, I mean, there was uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, which was the original. Then there was uh, Scooby-Doo New Movies. Then it went to 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Uh, and then, uh, uh, what was it? Then, like... Then there was a pup named Scooby-Doo, and then What's New Scooby-Doo, and then fucking there's like whatever new shit they're doing now. And I think there's like there's like one or two since then to like where they're at now or whatever, you know. And who are, who are all the <laughs> this thing just about this aspect of the plot of every episode? Who are these fucking losers who dress up in like monster masks and go around scaring people in in houses? There's apparently uh, there's thousands of them and nobody talks about in society. Yeah, they're 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 out there everywhere saying and <laughs> you just you gotta be careful because they're gonna fucking get you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the uh, one that made me laugh really hard from that original series was that <laughs> somebody kidnapped Scooby Doo and uh, the window like the back window was kind of misted up and he wrote <laughs> he wrote this. <laughs> Relp? <laughs> yes, yes, because he because he talks like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good stuff right there. I remember that. Actually, yeah. Maybe, the, yeah. If I had the money and burn, I, I'd probably get like the DVDs of the original series because there's some funny shit. Oh, for sure there is. And they had all these celebrity guests like the the Harlem Globetrotters and uh, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, it, that was um. That was uh, the the uh, what's new Scooby Doo st- or no no uh, new Scooby Doo movies. Oh, it was oh okay. Work. Okay, see that's not gonna work. Stinker. All right. For some reason that one makes it look like like wind is blowing against you. Like I <laughs> I don't know you're just like you're on another planet that's really windy or something. Which one? It was just like blank. It was just like kind of. Yeah blank. yeah it it freaking wasn't. Uh. If it's not the right type of file, it won't. Um, uh, it it looked like like you're a CGI extra for the new Top Gun movie Maverick. Here we go. Here we go. Oops. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Come on, sucker. Jeez, it takes forever sometimes. Every damn buttons I have to click to do shit. <laughs> that's what a beaver's asshole looks like microscopically apparently right it smells that good it must look uh, like that under a microscope boom there we go 
Oh yeah, the beaver's asshole. Yeah, that is that is. Those are beaver <laughs> glands. That's beaver asshole glands right there, everybody. <laughs> Next time you have a raspberry jam and peanut butter sandwich, you're, yeah. eating, you're tossing a beaver salad. That's what you're doing. Yes, you are. You know. Uh, next time you uh, uh, you uh, put some uh, strawberry uh, uh, preserves on some like uh, pancakes or something. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, some strawberry jelly or something with your syrup or whatever. You're you're eating beaver cakes, beaver ass. So many beavers must eat toss each other's salads. That must go on. That must be their foreplay. Right? I mean, mean, I've been. It, it doesn't bother me because I've been, I've been eating beaver most of my life anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, if a woman's asshole tasted like <laughs> vanilla, I guess it wouldn't be so bad, you know. Ah, dude. Well, they got lubes and things out there, man. Yes. That works, that works yeah. Just just fine. Scented lubes. So yeah, people. Oh, okay, so they do do that. No. Um, <laughs> you you have enlightened me, <laughs> right? See about all that stuff. I've been, I, I, I changed your mind. <laughs> I guess I, yeah. I've never been to anyone with that who was that sexually adventurous, where there's scented oils and incense and all that kind of stuff brought into the equation and stuff oh. to the ceiling and <laughs> no 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 ceiling. No trapeze swings in no the trapeze. bedroom. Man, more. You gotta, you gotta get the game, step a game. You gotta get a stripper pole in your room. <laughs> Some fucking strobe lights. <laughs> well, they say like when a woman comes upon like a pole like, like that in someone's home, they can't resist but to do some stripper moves. They would never want to be a stripper, but they'll do it if it's in someone's house. <laughs> Why not have your own fucking strip club in your house, right? Like an underground stripper party, right? Right. Why not? People Why are getting not? desperate, right? So. Oh, hey, did you hear about OnlyFans? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the way I put it is that OnlyFans is choosing to go bankrupt. Why? Because they're going to get rid of all the pornography-related content on their site. I didn't even know there was other content on their site. I don't know what the fuck you could possibly do after that. I mean. Well, I mean, people do weird things like uh... – you know, they get people to subscribe to watch them, like, make dinner or, or look at their feet. You know, people do weird shit like that, too, you know. Or uh, one, maybe, I don't know if they have, like, a live version. I'm pretty sure you can go live there. I think you can. I think you can. Yeah. If you're, if you're a special subscriber, like a premiere subscriber or something, you know what I'm saying? You know what would be cool? Do a 50-50 draw show. So peop, for a certain amount of time, people keep putting money in, and at the end of the show – you get 50%, and the winner that you select, they get 50%. It's a good way to make money. Yeah. It's like, I do feel bad, though, because you know how many, like, untalented women out there are now going to have to stop flicking their bean for money on the Internet? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? doing it, and now I don't know what the hell she's going to do. Because she, I think she... She seems to have been fairly popular there. So she must have made some decent money because it's like $20 a month or maybe more. Um, but another thing she does is that thing where when you're when you're gaming, like a celebrity is in it somehow and they're commenting on it. Uh, so she does that, which looks really fucking boring. <laughs> Imagine not only having to watch someone play video games, but you have to comment on it too. So... She, she well, does look like she's struggling to actually. 
tons of people like to watch that type of stuff. Actually, I'm gaming now, too, so if anyone out there likes to, you go ahead and go to Conehead Entertainment on my stuff and look up Scoop Dad Games. I'm gaming a, uh, streaming a game called We Happy Few right now. Totally crazy fun. Uh, takes, dude, you, you should check it out, Morgan. You should check out my streams. Uh, I don't I don't play all the time on there. I but just periodically I'll get on for an hour or two, and you got to check out the story like from beginning to end. Uh, it takes place in an alternate 1960s London. Everybody in this town is on this uh, of Wellington Wells is on this drug called Joy. They take it. It's like a happy pill, but it makes them forget. If you go off your pills, you become what's called a downer, and you get like attacked, and you got to get thrown out of public. And fucking uh, your character comes goes off his joy. And starts to remember because the joy helps you forget. Uh, you start start to remember things, and, that, and and you realize some. You start learning some really dark shit happened, and uh, so you're trying to get out of town and away from everybody, um, and to go find your brother. Uh, and you learn, uh, dude. I'm talking like there's this one part. I'm you're in the outsides of the town, and you're walking around in this like abandoned house, and it's got a kind of a cartoonish comical feel. Uh, it's got a lot of bright colors, but there's, there's a very dark tone to it all, also. Uh, and like there's like writing on the wall like I, I remember what we did and and uh, God save the children and Lord help us and things like that and then you get up to the top and there's two people like they hung themselves in the attic and it's like you know you're, you're like what the fuck did these people do well I don't want to spoil it I want you to tune in and check it out uh, it's way fun but yeah you got to sneak and and you know kind of like a stealth game it's not really in a, there's a deck like there's weapons but there's no guns like you attack with like cricket bats and lead pipes and everyone in town's got something and you're like the the streets are painted with rainbows but they're like fucking dirty and fucked up at the same time like so they're it's not bright but bright and like when you take the drug joy like you start seeing rainbows and colors flying around and there's freaking hallucinogenic mushrooms you can eat and dude this game is a it's, dude this game's a trip man liquor different types of alcohol and you get to go around and it's a it's an open world game and uh totally fun play- did you play but, Dope Wars? Did you ever play Dope Wars? Yes, yes, I played yeah. Dope Wars. Well, yeah, I guess Dope that's Wars what's going on. What's they that? It doesn't seem to exist anymore. No, I, I don't it, think it does. I don't no. think it does. I enjoyed it, though. It was a very simple game, but fun. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, here, I, I, I did have a, a little random thought that popped in my mind the other day that made me think of something. Um, well, like, just, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because go ahead. you'll lose it, <laughs> just like I lose thoughts, you know. Uh, well, it's like our childhood, you know. Like I don't know about you, but most of us have a hard time remembering our childhood and certain things we did as a kid. Like I know, at least I do. And it's like, but everyone else remembers what you did, you know. And it's like, so I, I it makes me wonder: Were we drunk when we were little kids that made us like forget? <laughs> kids are yeah. fucking nuts, man. It's if you've ever watched them. They just do crazy shit, dude. And, like, yeah. they have no control over their emotions and shit. No, no, Kids no. are fucking crazy. That's, that's why letting them make decisions for themselves is bad, especially yeah. life-altering, changing ones. Like, anyone who argues with that is just not right. Like, no, kids should not make their choices for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I just come up, I came up with an idea for a video game. And this one would actually wouldn't it wouldn't be too complex. The graphics wouldn't be it wouldn't have to look realistic or anything. It could be like like a '90s Nintendo game. It would call, be called Big Pimpin'. So what you do is that you're a pimp. You're walking along the street, and uh, every your objective is to get as much as money as you can out of all the hoes, right? 
And of course, none of them, all of them claim that they didn't, they don't have any money. So you got to like pull them aside and rough them up. Occasionally, you got to fight a John who's trying to hurt them. Uh, you got to avoid at the same time getting seen by police. So, and by the end of the game, you have to have gotten like a certain amount of money. Like you set a goal, maybe like 10 grand. So you have to be able to pick up 10 grand by the end of the game or you a cop comes along and arrests you. So, All right, so I'm trying to find this right now and see if I can look it up. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. But there was a video game a long time ago. It was called Pussy City Pimps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, you were a dude. God, can I find anything about it? Oh my god, is this is this a little YouTube clip of the game? I'm going to shit myself if it is. But anyway, it was called Pussy City Pimps <laughs> and you were I don't remember if you were the pimp or just or if you were the John, but you used it was like one of those old side scrolling like an old like it was like 8 before 8 bit. Like Oh my god, I think this is it, dude. Hold on. Oh my god, this is totally it. Yes. Yes, I found the clips to it. I'm so cutting this into this episode right here. Don't even trip. Okay. Yes. So anyway, you were this dude. You walk around and your dick's hanging out of the front of your pants, and <laughs> uh, and you go around and fight dudes, right? And uh, you and little like vaginas and things would fall out and like come around, and you you collect them. They're the power up. The more and the more you got, the harder your bird got. And that was your power. And when you had a full raging erection, you're at full power. And fucking, oh, I never noticed that the bad guys' dicks are hanging out of their pants, too. <laughs> <laughs> but a buddy of mine had a, a computer, and, uh, and it had, like, a thousand old games from, like, the beginning of game time put into it. Games you never even heard of. And um, one of them was Pussy City Pimps, and... Fuck, I must have played that game for hours, bro. This shit was so funny. Uh, I want to see. It's not a video game, but some guy around the time Snow White and the Seven Dwarves came out. I don't know if he worked for the same animation studio or if this was totally underground, but he made like a a version either of the whole movie or of just a scene, but it's pornographic. Like she's banging dwarves and shit. Have you ever tell of that? Uh, I know I've heard of it before. Because some people would do that back then. Like I have these things called the Tijuana Bibles. They're pornographic comic books. And oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, hentai, hentai, yeah, Japanese that's hentai. Cool. Uh, that's animation porno. It's called hentai in well, in, in Japan and all that. Um, it's, but it's, uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, I I know they they've made all kinds. Of, I've seen things where you got a uh, full on porno where it's, it's Peter uh, and Brian. Griffin banging Lois and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And there's and, a, uh, I saw I saw Edward penis hands. That was funny. <laughs> that shit is funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, here you go, bud. You ready for this? Copy, uh, paste. Here you go. Check this out. I'm sending you a link. Facebook right now. Uh, there, there's a link to uh, Pussy City Pimps, bro. Check that out for a second, dog. <laughs> This was a real game. And don't worry, everyone out there, by this point, you'll have seen this clip also. Now, that's the kind of video game music I like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. 
You see his little dick hanging out? Oh, yeah, yeah, if you look down there enough. Yeah. And he's using martial arts. These guys look like fucking Quentin Tarantino. Have you realized that? They kind of do. Fucking, in the face? Look at the faces, dude. It's like a bunch of Quentin Tarantinos beating the shit out of each other with their dicks. <laughs> I'm waiting for the vagina things to come out. Uh, but do you have to beat up a bunch of guys to get encountered by the vaginas? Oh, there they are. So. Is yeah, that what yeah, that yeah. is? Like the coin? I, I, th- I think that's what that coin thing is supposed to be, yeah. Why didn't this sell millions of copies? Holy fuck. I guess because people would have thrown a hissy fit at Nintendo. Okay. And, and then he picks up some anal beads, and now he's wait, uh, wait till like two minutes into it, 2.18, he picks up anal beads. He's looking with anal beads, bro. Well, I wonder if this might have been on like in an arcade for a short time, because there's one called Renegade where this character says, oh, fuck. So I know there was a few arcade games that had like swearing and shit. Or you could enter ass when you enter your, your, hot, your high score. Ass, cock. D.I.K. Wow, the music's so cool, and he's got his little smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Cocky son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Pussy City Pimps, man. Oh, there's one right there. Oh, no, what is that? Is that a cock ring or something? He's getting bit beat by ale beads. <laughs> uh, this shit is hilarious. <laughs> anyway. But here's, here's something to ponder over. Can a relationship between a person who is really into kink like BDSM and a person who's totally not, can that relationship work? Uh, I almost want to say no, you know, Um, I know that kinky people really hate having to do without it. Like they really, yeah, it's important to them. You know, they really can't, if they, if they are able to have sex, they really insist upon being able to bring that into it. And if the partner is not into it at all, that that seems to be a problem. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I I would say no. Uh, this is we happy few. Yeah, because uh, if if you're not being pleased sexually, you're gonna you're gonna get tired. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna work. It is something that's needed. Uh, I mean, you can get used to not having it, and you can get over it. But if you're in a relationship and you're not getting it properly or you're not, you know, your yum is not being satisfied, then eventually, it, you know, the relationship's going to take a, a, a damper, a hit. So. Well, one thing I know about people who are into that is that once they get into it, they can't go back out. It's just once you go back, you never go. Once you go there, you never go back. Uh, it's just they can't 
do vanilla. It's that's that's what I've noticed about them. I've known a few people that were into that sort of thing, and uh, they, they don't want to make love. They don't want to just do a quickie. It has to involve whips and fucking chains and shit. Yeah. You know. Uh... Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you you can't go back. Once you get used to something, you know, it's like. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's not true. Like, you might change. You know, you might get tired of something. Well, then again, there are um, forms of very low key kink. Like, um, I guess I would enjoy name calling. Uh, I mean, like really profane name calling. You know, you don't do it outside of the bedroom, but the kind you do inside the bedroom. You know. Those guys look oh, yeah. like the dudes from Devo. <laughs> they kind of do. These are characters in the game We Happy Few, the one I'm talking about. And this is a scene in, in one of the in in one of the freak dance clubs. Actually, the freak dance club they have there in town. And you got to get one of these leather cat suits. The uh, you know <laughs> uh, leather. You got to got to dress like that to even go inside. <laughs> but but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, you might like like I said, you might like things, and, and then you're you know, you might change, you know, uh, just cause you're into something super freaky doesn't mean you're going to, as you age, you're going to stay with it. You know, just yeah. like, just like you, the things I was into at 19 were not the same at 29. You know, I, I had gotten freakier by that point and was willing to do more things. Now, as I've aged older, I don't know if there's so as many of those things I would still really be into today. You know, because I've been to some of those BDSM clubs. I've seen, like, I've done a bunch of crazy shit, you know? And, uh, but that's just because I was in relationships with people who did. And, uh, that's the thing. I knew that. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tickle their fancy if you want to keep them happy. You know what I'm saying? And if you, if you like somebody, then you're going to be willing to at least try and explore. And if it ain't your bag, then maybe they're not the actual person for you then. You know, if someone's into something sexually that you're not, then they're probably not the actual right partner for you. Uh, I suspect it's a very common proclivity among the people who listen to human monsters. I think that's probably, if I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like collected, you know, statistics and found it was like 80%. It seems like most of the true crime audience probably likes that. Well, yeah, you know, uh, it's a different breed of cat that likes, uh, you know, but it's popular. Uh, all that death and murder and darkness and mayhem and. Well, it's like this one chick. I know she's a listener and she's got all the fucking hardware in her bedroom and fucking a sex swing. She's bought like these like life-sized dolls. She's got all kinds of crazy. She just has it all. Um, yeah, she's totally into the kink. Is she into entertaining company? Uh, no, I don't think. Well, if, if you don't mind going to Halifax, <laughs> but uh, oh, I wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> you'd have to. Later, uh, she likes genders an awful lot. She's got a fetish for redheads. Really? Yeah. I've never been one to have like just one type like that, where they gotta look this way, and I won't bend on that. You know how much you're how much you're closing yourself off to by doing that. Yeah. And it's been my experience. People who have that very specific vision tend to be lonely for many, many years at a time. So. Hey, I'm like 
totally into Baskin Robbins, man. I want to sample all 31 flavors. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to try them all. In a you waffle know? cone or a regular room. Or That's a- right. That's right. I don't care. I want to sample all 31 flavors. <laughs> so I got these sitting here. I thought I'd share with you real quick, buddy. These are probably three of the most important books that everyone should have in their life. The zombie. Oh, yeah. Zombie books. Yep. You got... Oh, come on, sucker. The, wow. zombies, the Zombie Survival Guide. So the person who wrote that has really given it a lot of thought. They've really... Uh, yep. Heard no, it this, this is not a novel. This is a straight-up survival guide. I mean, it's got chapters like weapons and combat tactics, uh, close combat, general rules, slings and arrows, firearms, explosives, armor, on the defense, fucking on the run. How to build a fortress, equipment, different types of vehicles, how to fight in different types of terrain, on the attack, you know, on the run, fucking all that shit. Strategies, terrain types, fucking, yeah, dude, this is a great, so it's but, but most of the time, great. wouldn't zombies just be annoying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, it depends, dude. Yeah, a singular, a singular slow zombie, yes, would just be a nuisance, annoying, Album. handle it, no problem. Out again, out as with a knife or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. surrounding your house, that's different. But when they're swarming you, that's bad. And if we're unfortunate enough to exist in a, uh, a reality where if the zombies attack and they're those fucking fast bastards, you know, all them fast zombies, them like like the Korean ones, and like from like like 28 days later and shit, like all fast those, zombies. you know, fast zombies, yeah, we're fucked, bro. They're going to they're gonna whoop some ass. But anyway. This is a really great book, just in case, because you never know. I got a feeling it's coming one of these days. It's coming. All right, so be prepared. All right? That'll help you get through it. Then, this is a really great book to help you get through your daily life and, and fix yourself, man. It's called The Zen of Zombie, Better Living Through Better Living Through the Undead. It's a 90-day zombification self-help book. I was in jail one time. This chick that was coming to see me, she bought it for me so I could read it in jail so maybe it would help my life and I wouldn't be back in jail. She was, well, you know, been, trying, to, she was trying to fix me, you know? There were times in my life when I w- might have been better off as a zombie, like you're working some shit job and going there sucks, being there sucks, doing the work sucks, and you come home. And I just kept asking myself, how the fuck do I survive this and not lose my fucking mind? But I guess you do kind of go into a zombie-like state where you can absorb it. But Well, it, it talks about things like how we need to be more like them. Like, we move too fast. We need to slow down. Yeah. We need to notice things, you know? Like, zombies take the time to stop and smell the flowers. We don't anymore. Shit like that, you know? Uh, like, what's, what's another one? Like, habit. What's this habit? 22. Uh, remember, it's just stuff. Zombies don't focus on material possessions, yeah. and they certainly don't keep up with the Joneses. Neither should you. I wonder you know? if some. I wonder it's something. Actually, great advice, you know. I wonder if something happens to them in like the dead of winter, like in a place like this has a real winter. I wonder if they freeze, right? Because you know they're not taking precautions to keep warm. So is that there? Get the government off our backs. Yeah, that's habit number thirteen. To get the government off our backs. Isn't that funny? That's As people sign up for government, you know, they're like, govern me harder, daddy. You know? <laughs> That's the way people in America are right now. Most places around the world. 
Strength in Numbers, Habit Number Nine. Anyway, there we go. This is a good book. If you actually read this and actually apply these to your life, you, you, you'll start noticing the little things. Things will get a little bit more better, a little more tranquil, a little real. You won't, you won't fucking you know, be such a shithead. But then again, and probably the most important thing that anyone can have, this will help you get through everyday life. The Dick Shit Nera, yes. The philosophy of John Leahy, Jim Leahy slash John Dunsworth. Yep. Stupid deleting stuff. There you go. Yeah. Addiction area. Ah, I went away again. <laughs> John Dunsworth was a brilliant man. You know, he was. Yes, he he was. taught. He taught acting at university. I mean, he was. There's no slouch. He was a pretty brilliant guy. Wait, you mean at Dartmouth? I think so. Didn't he teach like acting at a university, or was it? Oh no, he totally did. I was making a joke. Yeah, yeah. Start. Oh yeah. But it might have been Dartmouth. It might have been. I don't know. I was just making a joke because that's. Where they always talk about in the show. I think the university near there is Dalhousie University. I'm not entirely sure, but, um, but yeah, and he taught. Uh, Paul wrote the show. He became Cyrus on the show. That's how he got the gig. And thought he was a good enough actor to bring him on board. That's yeah, that's impressive. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that Cyrus was a student of uh, yeah. John. So I decided, uh, so where I ordered my, my dictionary, johndunsworth.com, um, they sell his glasses there. Glasses, really? Are you talking about eyeglasses or drinking glasses? Oh, you mean like the, aviation, like the aviator glasses he wore? <laughs> yeah, and I think they come with like a replica uh, of his signature. Like, okay. uh, 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 I don't know if it's Jim Leahy or John Dunsworth, but I think it's Jim Leahy. Like just a replica of it on this glass, like on the lens, in one of the corners or something. <coughs> but his aviators sells them for like forty bucks. I want to get. I'm gonna get a pair of those one of these days. <coughs> so we'll be watching them. Oh, check this out. I'm meaning to. I've been meaning to say it, and I keep forgetting. But so I got a shirt totally like one of the ones Ricky wears, but it's it's uh, it's it's an anime shirt. You know, <laughs> no, uh, like those those really colorful bright button ups that he wears. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I got one, uh, but it's an anime shirt, and, and, and ironically, the shirt's actually slightly older than my son, Drake. Uh, when I was working at this place called The Warehouse, which was just like a record store, sold movies, video games, uh, CDs, DVDs, buy, sell, use, trade, fucking all that shit. Had a Ticketmaster booth. We sold tickets to concerts and shit. But anyway, this dude came in one time, and he was a regular, came in all the time. And uh, I was, I mean, I was always good with sales, good with people. And so I, I had a lot of regular customers that like to deal with me when they come in. Well, he was one of them. And we would talk about different movies and games and fucking music and all kinds of shit. And uh, we were talking about this one show called Veroni Kenshin that I had started watching <coughs> because he told me it was really cool. And uh, I started, I started watching season one and it was kick ass. Well, anyway, he came back a while later and he gave me the shirt, you know, that he had, he was wearing that one day washed you know and came back and was all here fucking and uh it's a really cool button-up Maroni kenshin shirt well anyway i i found the series and it's always reminding me of one of ricky's shirts and i I keep thinking about wearing it for the show well i found the series because i just recently got funimation which is a cartoon uh app on roku you know so i got all the fucking japanese shows cartoon anime shows now and i found Maroni kenshin on there and i started watching them and so they got all there's three seasons they got them all on there I'm I just I'm just getting into season three 
Uh, and then there's a couple actual live action movies. And once I watch those, and once I get through it all, and, and to honor, because mind you, I started. She, she was pregnant with my son when I was watching that first season. You know, when I when I got when, when I got that shirt that's hanging in my closet. That shirt is as old as my son. I got it. I got it when she was pregnant. And so I was just thinking about that. I was like, ah. So when I finish it all and I finally complete that chapter, I'm gonna wear that shirt on the show. Uh, so everybody stay tuned for that. And like I said, it's a really cool, flashy, sharp button up. It's really bright and colorful, like like all the ones written with the flames and all the shit and the weed one, you know. It's just like all those. But it's a, you know, it's got a samurai dude and some fucking other shit. And like it's cool though. So. I like the one oh, been, that had uh, Bruce Lee on it. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, like that one was way cool. But yeah, similar to those, uh, totally. Bruce Lee's one of those dudes that, like, almost everything he said was like really wise and shit. He was fuck yeah, bro. Cool as well as a good martial artist. You know? Fucking be like water. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, dude. Don't be like the rock or the tree. That shit can break and bend. Be like water. Yeah. You know. Don't. Pray for yeah. pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. You said that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Lee was the shit, dude. Oh. But you know that movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's so fucking full of shit. That stunt man <laughs> cannot beat Bruce Lee, you know what I'm saying? You know, I haven't actually even seen it yet. Oh. I haven't, and I, I've been meaning to because I like Tarantino, um, and I like Brad, you know, and so it's like I've been meaning to. I've seen everything else that they've done practically, and I don't know why I haven't. You know what it is? Is I've got too much stuff. I like we like I pay for all the apps. Like I got all kinds of apps. I got all kinds of sh- shows and channels and movies, you know, uh, that. I have things that I want to watch, but every time I like I finish something, I see something else, and I'm like, oh yeah, I really want to watch that. So I'm just I'm just gonna watch that real quick. And then so certain things just wind up getting buried in the vault, <laughs> you know. Sometimes I become obsessed with one particular thing. I might watch it over and over again. I do that too. Uh, I'm real big on that when it's bedtime. Like um, I'll go through kicks where like I'll put certain movies on. <laughs> Yeah, just, I did that recently with, uh, was it uh, Clockwork Orange? I did it with, um, mm. I did the few movies where, like, Scarface, I know I know it's going to happen, so if, I, if I'm walking around doing shit, I'm not going to miss out on anything I haven't seen. Yep. Goodfellas yep. is another, you know. Yep. Seen that uh, times. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, as we know, we've heard the stories. I used to do the trailer park boards all the time. Shit, I used to do that via phone when I was in a tent homeless, you know. Uh, I'm gonna call Kevin, but there's been lots of movies that done that. Um, let's see here, Big Trouble in Little China. I used to do that with, um, fucking Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Let's see here, fucking. I did Terminator. Um, watched that a million times. Yeah, seen that a million times. I never really. Oh no, when I was a when I was a teenager, when I was still going to school, like a teenager ages, I definitely went to bed and was uh, shit on. Oh, um, Destroyer, which I've loved since I was oh. old. One of my favorites. Yes, Conan, the, sure. <laughs> the originals, man. Yeah. I Arnold is once, but, yeah. Well, they, they just made the one, didn't they, with Momoa? Yeah. With Mimosa? 
didn't make Jason it Mom- at all. Man. Jason Mimosa? Yeah, I guess, I mean, it wasn't his fault. It was just a bad movie, I think. And I think it was before he became a big star. Like Aquaman, wasn't that the movie that really made him famous? He, he blew, but he blew up. Like he started getting big because he was Cal Drago on Game of Thrones, you know. And so he well, was slightly big, and that's what got him that role is, is Conan, I think. That's that's how he got Conan. And like I watched it, and it was cool. Like it was a cool movie, but you got to understand, like you can't just step into an iconic role and expect just, you know. Like you're gonna be it, you know. It's like, like no, you can't. You just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I, I feel really bad because they're talking about remaking um, Escape from New York. Yeah, really. Yeah, you know, uh, without Kurt Russell, and I'm like, mm. no, please don't. Just leave the shit alone. You know, make a whole nother movie, uh, make it a whole nother character. Not even Snake Plissken. Let him talk about Snake Plissken. Maybe have fucking Kurt Russell show up for five seconds at the end of the movie to help the dude get out of there or something. Or just talk about him eight times throughout the movie or something. But please do not remake it with someone else playing that character. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, please don't. One John Carpenter movie I still want to see is They Live. That, that's supposed to be really good. The one, is that the one yes. that's Rowdy Roddy Piper? Yes. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Like, <laughs> fucking, that's the shit right there, bro. So what, kind of, what goes on in escape, <coughs> like an Escape from Los Angeles? Is that just, is it horror, or what is it, more like an adventure film or an action movie? or Kind of like, yeah, kind of like a sci-fi adventure. Okay, you haven't seen them? Oh, you got to watch them. One, no. okay, you have to watch them. They're up there on my list. It's funny, Kurt Russell, I, I never think of him as, like, my favorite actor but he seriously plays my favorite characters in some of my favorite movies uh snake plissken and and uh jack burton from uh, uh big trouble in little china both carpenter mind you uh and he was a starred in the thing as well yeah. yes yes uh, yes that was a great one but anyway snake plissken is like this ex-military badass Kind of lightweight, criminalistic, fucking just vigilante type badass dude who always seems to be in some sort of trouble, right? And uh, in the first one, it's the president himself, and in the second one, it's the daughter of the now president, right? Because it's years later. It's not the same president, different president. But anyway, in the first one, he came from New York, New York City excuse me, uh, is now like a prison colony. Crimes rose in the 80s. Crime rose. New York's been walled off, and it's now like a prison colony, and there's no guards, no nothing. No, It's just inmates go in, and that's it. Well, the president's plane, why the president's plane would fly directly above it, I don't know, but it does. Uh, and then I guess it gets shot down or something like that. But anyway, they make snake go in like they they do basically the same thing both they're almost kind of like the same movie (laughs) you know uh just he has to go after the president the next one goes after the daughter and then i swear both of them it's a like they give him some sort of like virus like inject him with something and he's got so long to get in there and get out if he wants to live and so he goes into the and then the next one the same similar thing earth but it's an earthquake happened la broke off and 
you know, was kind of floating over here a little bit. Uh, a crime had rose also, and they turned it into a prison colony. And so he goes in. Uh, and uh, But he's just a badass, and they're cool movies. And, like, yeah, I, I guess I can admit it out loud right now that they are basically the same movie. <laughs> but they're fucking awesome, dude. And um, um, fucking Ernest Borgnine plays the uh, taxi cab driver in uh, Escape from L.A. You, you remember who Ernest Borgnine is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking love that guy, dude. Uh, he's so funny to everything he does. But he, I don't know, they're just great. Um, yeah, there's various people. I want to say, I might be totally wrong. Uh, oh, no, I'm totally tripping. I was going to say, I think it's who somebody was. But anyway, yeah, so that's what they are. So they're more like sci-fi, action adventure. They're supposed to be slightly futuristic, but you also have to put them in context of they are from what when they were made. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, uh, when it was made in like 1980. When was Escape from New York made? Let's find out. No, that was in the early. Uh, Escape yeah. from LA came out in the 90s. Yeah. 90s, yeah. Escape from New York. Uh, 1981, I think is what it says. I don't know. Uh, when did, uh, July 10th, 1981. Uh, but, uh, big trouble in Little China, on the other hand, um, Really? It came out in 86? I didn't think it was that late. It was earlier than that. Oh, well. Big Trouble in China is one of my faves, man. I love that movie. Did you ever see that one? I never saw that one either, no. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, you got to watch Escape from New York, Escape from L.A. I mean, either one will work, but you should watch both. Uh, but either one and Big Trouble in Little China. For next week, bro. You gotta fit them in. You gotta watch them. Is that an action movie or is it a horror movie? Yes, Big Trouble in Little China. It's an everything movie, bro. It's, it's got it's got kung fu. It's got like magic powers. It's got sorcery. It's got love. It's got monsters. It's got fucking uh, no. Big Trouble in Little China is my favorite movie of all time, hands down. And it took me a long time to finally read. Like I I always know knew that, but I could never quite like. What's your favorite movie? I, I don't know. Like, it's so hard to say because there's so many great options from different genres. And, and the way you feel it at each time changes. So, like, my favorite movie tomorrow might be different than fucking next week, depending on my mood and everything. You know what I'm saying? But, no, it, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, fucking, dude, hold on. See, I always uh, assumed that it was just an action movie. I, I don't know. Somehow I got that impression. Dude, no, it's the best movie ever made. Uh, Kurt Kurt Russell is the shit. Uh, Jack Burton is the master of the one-liner and the comeback. And oh, he's dude. He, I would argue that, that Kurt Russell in that role is better at the one-liner than um, uh, fucking Bruce Campbell as Ash in Evil Dead. 
Yeah. Oh, he's fucking gold, dude. And it's so like in the beginning, he's a truck driver. In the beginning, so he's driving his truck. And in the beginning, uh, let's see here. Hold on, what was I saying? Uh, Big Trouble in Little China trailer. Um, I'm gonna fucking say that. I'm gonna share this with you, bro. This trailer here. Uh, he's sitting there. He's, he's got a CV like truckers do. So he's talking on his CVs. He's driving around, and just the shit he says is so funny. He's sitting there, you know. And he's like sitting there when you're sitting there in a bar, and this big seven foot wily eyed bastard comes in and grabs you and, uh, and taps the back of your favorite head against the barroom wall. <laughs> you know, because the back of your favorite head would be your own, right? He's like taps. You know, he's asking you where the fucking money. Have you paid your dues? Well, have you paid your dues, Jay? Will you look at him? And you just do what old Jack Burton always does at a time like this. You look that big bastard right in the eyes. You say, yes, sir. The check is in the mail. <laughs> you know, just shit like that. But uh, anyway, hold on. Here it is. I need to hit share uh, Facebook. All right. No, I didn't mean to do that. Actually, let's just do it this way. Copy. Uh, Facebook. Login. Where are you at, Morg? Where are you at, Morg? There you are, Morg. Where'd you go? Hmm? There you are. Okay. Boom. Paste. Bam. There you go. There you go. I've just opened your fucking world. Dude, this is gonna be... Dude, uh, there's a sorcerer... Uh, Fucking wait till you see who the, the sorcerer guy is. They gotta fight him. Fucking there's this weird like monster with a head that he's gotta fight underneath fucking uh like in the sewers and shit. Like Dude. This, shit's the this shit. is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a pretty amazing planet we live on here. A man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. Yes, sir. I watched this movie with my son, and he was like, dude, dad, this is totally just like you. kind of magic. I modeled my life after him, for sure. They call it Little China. Finally, we shall bring order out of chaos. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, you've got to watch this movie, bro. was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Jack Burton. Jack. Jack. Jack Burton's a hero. Oh man, the, that movie is so politically incorrect. They would have had them for lunch today. Take cracker check. Oh, 
Oh, the, the guy from Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Genghis Khan from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's all in the reflex. very end like the very end like the last thing he says before he walks up away or whatever you know like i want to spoil it so he's he's just he's so fucking cool man he's just like yeah <laughs> i don't know it's so funny uh yeah um i know it's on a bunch of things you can get it somewhere if not dude i'll give you my code and my voodoo account bro i got that shit paid for i bought that thing on there something from gina can uh Gina Harrison's uh, Instagram account. Have you seen that? I uh, know it's, it's all it's invisible. I can't see it. Uh, either you no no no. Either you lean forward or pull it back more. Oh, there we go. I can kind of see that. Yeah. Turn yeah. it around right now. Turn turn it around right now. But keep it close to you. Uh, put it like in the middle of your chest. There we go. Yeah. Now lean forward with it. Your whole body. There you go. There you go. That's too bright. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's looking hot, but she's not going to be able to cash in on that, I guess, beyond, like, October or something. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe people will pay to watch her make eggs or something, you know? Well, there's got to be another way. I mean, um, maybe they're, like, maybe... <laughs> I guess swearing that won't give her a strip show. I don't know. Uh, you know what she could do and what she should do, and I'm telling you, it'll it would. Do, uh, I mean, unless the boys own the rights to the character and they won't allow her to use it, which would be kind of. I I guess would make sense, but would be kind of shitty at the same time. But she should be allowed to have her own OnlyFans or whatever of the character where she just does little videos and skits and things, you know, and people can subscribe to watch it a couple bucks here and there. Like shit, dude, if it was a buck a month to watch her do little fucking dancing at the aristocrat, the gentleman's club, <laughs> right. You know, or, or, or just doing fucking, you know, shit around the park or whatever. Uh, that would be cool. You know, I fucking, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are at the two-hour mark, and, uh... Yeah, I think about blew my load, man. I you think, know? yeah, me too. So, I mean, you, sometimes it goes, and sometimes it doesn't go. That's just the way she fucking goes, huh? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go much after two hours. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh... Thank you all for listening, for sticking with us to this point. Yep, yep yeah. thank you very much. Uh, the viewers who watched the episodes, I apologize, I... Getting buried behind, but we'll get some we'll get some turned out here pretty soon. I'll plug uh, your cooking show before we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Don't forget to once again click over to uh, Conehead Entertainment um, <laughs> and uh, Scoob Dad uh, Snack Shack 
is is over there. We got another episode out. Third one's out with me and my son. We smoke a pizza. Um, it's totally fun. Uh, turned out amazing. Uh, it's one of the better episodes I think it turned out. Um, I got a few more to edit. I'll get to those too. I'm gonna get one of these turned out. I got a bunch of homework, a bunch of things going on, shit, shit and laugh, you know. Son's moving to uh, North Carolina. Oh, I might be moving pretty soon. I mean, he's moving in five weeks. There ain't nothing keeping me here in Cali, so I might be looking to move here pretty soon, Mark. So I don't know. I got a buddy. I got a buddy in Minnesota who was kind of hinting at me moving out there. He was trying to get me to do it a couple years ago, but I didn't want to because my son was here, you know. How uh, how close is that to uh, South to North Carolina? Uh, it's still like 1,400 miles. Yeah. But you can drive but, there today, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like I think it's like a 16-hour drive or something said on Google. But I mean, I'm a little over 3,000 right now where I'm at. So it's still it'll get me halfway there if nothing else. Yeah, that's so, true. It, you know, and there's and there is nothing that says I'd have to live there forever. I mean, who knows? It might be nice. You might get along. But, I mean, there's a lot of shit going on in Minnesota that I'm kind of like, eh, you know? So I don't really know. <laughs> but my buddy is cool, and I, he's a guy I game with a lot. And, I've, I mean, I've known him for a few years now with games. And, he, I mean, he's got a nice place. He's got a, a spare room that he's just sitting there. And, you know, he was tell, telling me that same shit before. And so, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it, you know, because the boy's leaving. It's like. Yeah, you're right. And with the industry I'm getting into, I mean, we can look. We're, we're living proof. You can work anywhere. You can live anywhere and still work yeah. with with anyone. You know, you live in Tor- in Toronto, and I'm in freaking by Sacramento in California in a little shithole in the middle of Lake County. You know, and uh, here we are. You, yep. Yeah. And here we are working together. But anyway, right. so yeah. Uh, Scoop Dad Snack Shack Conehead Entertainment check out the episode with me and my boy where we smoke a pizza uh, if we can get it lit that is we, we smoke the pizza if we can get it lit you get it alright uh, on that note uh, we'll, leave, we'll leave off this is Morgan Richter uh, fucking Raymond Hazen <laughs> we got work to do 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 do